0: Grace and peace are yours from God, our Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, amen. Our reading for today is from the book of Revelation, chapter seven, verses nine and 10. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. These are God's words. Please be seated. Dear Redeemed in the Lord, How would we answer the question, Who are we? We could probably say, well, get my ID out, here's my name. Sort of connects us to our families, you know, like we're from the Johnsons family or the Swenson family, whoever it might be. Or we could also tell them what city, what country we're from, what ethnic background we have. Is it Norwegian? Is it some other ethnic group? We might also identify ourselves by our actions, by what we do. We're students, we're teachers, or by many of the things that we do in our lives. It's important that we have kind of know our identity, but we need more than just those outward things to talk about. Now, the world will tell us, if you really want an identity, then then you've got to go for high standards. You need to be a world leader. You need to be the best of the athletes, or of academics. You need to be able to inspire other people by doing things so well that you're going to change the lives of thousands of people for the good. Then you'll really have an identity. But really only a few people can do that, and I don't know if it would be any of us. And even if it is, it's only temporary. God has given us his word so that through faith, we receive a lasting identity in Christ. Jesus said that if we and all people want to be accepted by God, it has to be through him. Sadly, at Jesus' time, and many in our time as well, don't think they need Jesus They think that they can approach God with their own identity, and that's going to be good enough. In John chapter 8, Jesus confronted people who thought that they were godly without having Jesus. And he called them children of the devil and enemies of God. And I'm sure they're scratching their heads saying, How can this be? We're the holy people. At least that's the identity that we thought we had. Without Christ, of course, God sees all people as criminals, as people who have broken every one of his laws. He sees them as rebels who have turned from his way to their own ways of sin. Now many people try to ignore what the Bible says, thinking that they can just get away with things. But in the end, God is going to be the judge. And he's going to declare that all sinners are under a curse that will last forever. And that's where people will be if they do not have their identity in Christ. God certainly does not want anyone to experience the consequences of their sins. He wants all people to be rescued by his Son. Let's think of Jesus' identity. You know, if somebody asked him, who are you? He'd say, well, it's a little complicated, you see. I'm I'm the son of God and the son of Mary. I'm Jesus. And then he'd say, well, where are you from? Well, I'm from Galilee, but I'm also from heaven, sent by God. You can see how people could be a bit confused as he spoke to them about this. But then he revealed his identity through his preaching and through powerful miracles. The Bible calls him faithful because in everything that God expected of him, he completed it perfectly. Jesus was everything that God expected of all human beings. He was God's perfect child. But of course, some of Jesus' work was not just defined by his actions, by what he did, it was also in what he didn't do. Revelation 7 pictures this Jesus as the lamb, like an innocent lamb. He allowed himself to be sacrificed, he let himself be condemned as if he was the rebel. He let himself be crucified as if he was the criminal who had broken all the laws. And while he was on the cross, he received the curse from God with suffering the torments of hell and death to pay for the sins of all the world. Yet Jesus rose, triumphing over the powers of sin and death, Our verses picture this large, vast group of believers gathered together before the throne of God. And it says that they're holding palm branches. That was a symbol of celebration for victory. And they were gathered in heaven saying this, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So... God in Christ is saying, this is the only source, if you want to be saved, I am the source through Christ from beginning to end. All who believe in Jesus to save them will have eternal life. And God saw a vast number of people who had been rescued by Jesus in Revelation chapter 7. They are believers from all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues. No nation, no group in this world is excluded from God's salvation. God wants people of all backgrounds, of all languages, to understand that having his son, Jesus Christ, is the only way to be saved from the power of sin and from its judgment. When we believe in Jesus to save us, God credits us with a new identity. In Christ, we are the holy people of God. Our verses describe believers as dressed in white. For Jesus' sacrifice has cleansed those people of all their sins, and his perfect life has put on them as a garment so that they are acceptable to God as his perfect people. From the day we were baptized by faith, we have been connected to the saving name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God has adopted us as his children through faith in Christ. And God pictures these believers gathered together from around the world as the ones who will inherit eternal life with him. On the last day, among all the vast numbers, the billions of people, Jesus will identify those who trust in him. And he will say, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Life couldn't get any better for us as believers in Christ. To be with the Lord forever. And yet for many in our world, they don't know this good news. They're still living in darkness and in delusion. We need to pray that the Lord will have more Christians who will be able to tell them about Jesus. We can tell people of the victory, because Jesus has won that victory for all. And we can encourage people by faith to receive that new identity as they too are baptized into Christ. In the end, we want people to be able to answer that question. Who are we? Not just with names or backgrounds, but with the truth. We belong to God through Christ who has made us holy, his holy people. Amen.